Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott. I'm a confidence coach and instigator of joy. I believe that we are all so much more powerful than we can possibly understand. My goal with these conversations is to introduce you to brave, vulnerable people who are finding and owning their awesome. My guests are leaning into what makes them unique and sharing that uniqueness with the world. I hope these conversations inspire you to break free from whatever is holding you back and to step into your own greatness. Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Abbott. I'm a confidence coach, and I help world changers embody their light and magic because changing the world is a really big deal. And in order to do that, we have to be willing to be our brightest, sparkliest selves. So today, I want to talk to you, before we get into this episode, I want to talk to you about a couple words. And I've talked about this with some of my guests a little bit, but I just want to give you a chance to really dig into it. So the first word is should. If I could challenge everyone in the world, let's actually change that to everyone in the English speaking world to change just one word in their language, in how they speak to others, in how they speak to themselves, in how they receive words, I would request that the word should be removed from our vocabulary. When we say, for instance, I should go grocery shopping, that is completely disempowering. That is saying it's somebody else's idea that I should go grocery shopping. We completely take the power away from ourselves whenever we use the word should. Whenever we should on somebody else, we're completely, we're making them small and powerless. So instead of I should go to the grocery store, how about I want to go to the grocery store? And I'm not asking you to lie. I'm asking you to dig into why you want to do this. So I want to go grocery shopping because I want to get the food I need to create a nourishing meal for my family. And I want to create a nourishing meal for my family. And I want to do it tonight. And therefore, I want to go grocery shopping. Get it? Try really hard to listen because the first step in changing any habit is awareness. And remember, habits are, they're the neural pathways in our mind. So this is the way we've always done something. To change it is going to take work. It's going to take taking the construction road. It's going to be slower. It's going to be messy. It's going to be sloppy. It's going to be bumpy. And it's going to require getting you back on track numerous times. Be patient with yourself. Step one is awareness. Step two is acceptance. Step three is action. If it helps you, you can keep a swear jar where you put a quarter or however much you want to charge yourself into a jar every time you use the word should. You could challenge yourself to write, write it down, like keep a tally throughout the day. Just keep a journal, a should journal. How many times did you should on yourself? And whether or not you say it out loud, doesn't matter. You say it in your head, still counts. How many times did you should on other people? How many times did other people should on you? Keep track and check in with yourself. Every time it happens, really get into your body and notice where do you feel it? 
How does it feel? And then shift to want and see how that feels in your body. What do you notice? Does your chest feel more expansive? Do your shoulders drop down? Do you feel less tension in your neck or your hands or any part of your body? Feel into that. Notice it. Second word I want to challenge you on is but. So we use but all the time in the middle of a sentence. And here's what we what happens when we use but. It completely cancels out the first part of the sentence. So if you say, I had a great time last night, but wish I'd had a chance to talk to you more. Okay, you just deleted the first part of the sentence. How about I had a great time last night and... I wish I'd talk to you more. This is a simple thing. And the reason I'm sharing it with you is it's all about just paying attention, paying attention to what comes out of our mouths and paying attention to how we're speaking to ourselves. So that's my challenge for you all this week is to listen to yourself, listen to those around you, listen to the effects of the words should and but. And I would love to hear how this all goes. So please tag me on social. I'm at Kelsey Abbott CPC on Instagram. Let me know how it goes. Shoot it up in your Insta stories. I want to hear how your challenge is going with the S word should and with but. Okay. Before we get into this week's episode, one more thing. You guys, this took me a full year. I got the idea for the Up Level with Ease Sisterhood Last year, in February of 2018, I knew it was big. I knew I wanted to make it happen. And it wasn't even excuses that stopped me. I honestly I can't put my finger on what took me so long to finally launch this. But it is live now. There is an actual page on my website. If you go to kelseyabbott.com slash uplevel, you will find a page describing the program. It is six months. You can join anytime. It starts, well, it starts when you join and it ends six months after you join. And and yes, you can renew. It's all about sisterhood. It's all about taking your life, your business, your relationships with yourself, your soul, your body, all of this to the next level. And we do it with ease. We do it with community. We do it with connection. There will be no hustle at all in this is all about ease, connection, divine feminine. And I am bringing in my girl gang to help with this. So we've got the brilliant Amanda Ward, Jennifer Gear, Brooke Miller, and Danielle Hendrickson all stepping in to help make this experience absolutely epic. They're all going to contribute their own brilliance. And I am so excited for it. So again, Go to kelseyabbott.com slash uplevel to check it out and sign up. If it feels good for you, sign up for a discovery session with me and we'll talk through the details and get you started right away. Okay, now on to today's episode. It is with Jessica Hetherington and she's a certified professional coach. This was a fun episode to record. It was the first time Jessica and I had met and like actually had a conversation which is amazing because our friend, our mutual friend, Nicole, introduced us like three years ago. So hope you enjoy this episode and have an awesome day. 
Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My guest today is Jessica Hetherington. She's a business and branding coach who works with powerhouse women who want the world to know their names. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited you're here. We've been online friends for a few years now, and it's so great to finally connect, well, in person, virtually. It is. It is. Yeah, it is so fun. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got to coaching? Oh, yeah, sure. So um, I've always been really into personal development, psychology. Since I was little, like when I was like nine years old, I would hang out in like the self-help section at the bookstore. Like I've always been into it. And then I actually come from the fitness industry. So in my early 20s, I was a personal trainer and I had a a successful business. Um, So I learned about, first of all, how to structure a business and do sales and, you know, market myself and believe in myself and my product. Um, But I also learned that like human motivation and like why people follow through with things and why they don't. And when you're a personal trainer, you kind of end up being somebody's life coach anyways. So, um, I got burnt out on that industry, the fitness industry. There was no social media back then 10 years ago. Um, and not a lot of options of how to run your business. So I went to go work for Lululemon and they're very big on personal development and coaching. So it was just like a perfect storm for me of life experiences and, Then I had like a significant life event happen where I was kind of forced to make like a decision like, okay, like this is it. You're going to do this now or you're not going to do it. And this truly was my, my wildest dream was to have a personal brand. Like that was the thing in the back of my head. Always. I would walk around Lululemon and I'd be like, you know, like, is this it for me? Like, this can't be it for me. I know this is not it for me there has to be something more. And this is what I wanted to do. So in that moment, when I, you know, had to make a decision, this is what I decided. I was like, okay, I'm doing this. And so I went through my coaching program and developed my brand and, you know, just went head first in. I love it. I came from the fit. Well, part of my background is in the fitness, fitness industry as well. And yeah. Um, so I was a, well, I was a swim coach, a personal trainer, a group fitness instructor, and a triathlon coach Wow! all at the same time while also being a science writer, but we're not talking about that part right now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, through all of those things, I was life coaching. And I remember yeah. before, when I started my program, they said it was like, it's life coaching right for you. And it was if people already, if you already feel like you are a life coach, then yes, come get trained. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think some people are like naturally just, it's like your personality type, right? Like you got into fitness coaching, you know, coaching is coaching at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. It's just like, what kind of coach are you calling yourself? But either way, you're helping people to reach their potential in something. Mm Mm-hmm you know? Yeah. What's the, what excites you the most about coaching? Um, I love to see, I love to see people follow through. I mean, I think that's like why a lot of dreams don't come to fruition 
not I mean it is why dreams don't come to fruition right it's like you you either follow through or you don't Mm -hmm. and I love to I love to see like concrete like that's why I am in branding and business because I love to see an idea turn into like a concrete thing um and I love to see people have a better relationship with fear and doubt like and learn to move past it and just like act and do the things anyways right so I just love yeah I love that I love to see I love to take somebody from like an idea to implementation and to teach people how to really follow through with like the day-to-day things that it takes to carry out the dream which when you say oh go ahead well I was just gonna say which requires you to manage your fear and doubt yeah okay I want to get into that but I also want some clarity on follow through are you talking about consistency are you talking like what do you mean by following yeah consistency is one thing um you know when you're building a personal brand as a coach or some kind of solopreneur or entrepreneur you have to be really consistent or else people aren't going to trust you and Mm -hmm. that's a big problem for a lot of my clients it's like they do like one facebook live and are like you know, really disappointed when they don't get a client right away from one Facebook live. And I'm like, that's not how it works. You know, I've had people who have been on my email list for two years and after two years, they're ready to hire me. Mm -hmm. So you have to be like, okay, like I like to work with people who are like, this is for sure what I want to be doing. Like I'm in it for the long game. And what are the steps that I need to do in between it? But like, you know, that takes like a, a certain stick to it, stick to itiveness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and it reminds me, I was listening to Cal Flussman's podcast, Big Questions. He was talking to Andy Grammer, the singer mm-hmm. who started as a street performer. And he asked him, so what's it like when no one, you go through a whole day and like you get, no one throws any money in your case. And he, he just had this most beautiful quote about, and I'm, I can't quote it directly right now, but basically like, I think it's the bravest, most rebellious thing I've ever done was to keep showing up when no one is there. And I yeah. think that it's, that's like in the online space, in, in your business, whatever it is, just keep showing up. Totally. I love that. I was on a call with like I'm working with a coach right now and I'm in a mastermind and we were talking about that. Like if you didn't make another dollar this month, like how would it affect your confidence? Mm. You know, like, and it really shouldn't, you know, like it's like, but it does, but it's just something to like pay attention to. But like, you just, it's a decision. Like you've thrown your hat over the wall completely or like you haven't, you know? Yes. I also love that expression. Yeah, I do too. I'm a very big believer in doing that too. Yeah. Throw it over the wall and then you've got no choice but to go get it. All right. So fear and doubt. Talk more about those. Those are some of my favorite topics. Yeah, me too. Um, so with regards to business, um, I think that, you know, with business, you have to consistently show up and like be seen. And so people can, you know, if no one you could have the best product out there. The be- you could be the best in the world at what you do, but if people don't know about you, they don't know about it. So it like really actually doesn't matter. So if you created the best online course ever, well, there has to be people to buy it. You know, there has to be, yeah. So, and that requires you 
like making yourself an unforgettable brand, right? And it triggers a lot. Like I teach strategy to my clients, but that is secondary to the foundational things. Like if you're not, if you're not in your power and able to like have like, you know, a, a handle on your fear and doubt, like you'll never follow through with a, a strategy. Mm. What are you we know? afraid of? What are we afraid of? Yeah. Um, rejection, being seen, fear of success, a fear of if I get a success, will I be able to uphold it? Like, will I be able to actually handle this? Or like, who will I lose in the process? My relationships will change. Um, yeah. I mean, all of those, I would say those are the biggest ones. Yeah. I agree with you. I can't think of anything to add right now. So how do we get through that? Um, to me, the way to get through it is to do it. I just like, don't, there's only, I am very much like an actioner and like, I, I like to think that I help people like get into action too, because I really think that is the quickest way out of fear and doubt is to just like, you know, do the thing that you're afraid of and give your brain proof that like you'll survive. Mm -hmm. So for me, I, you know, I do think there's a lot of merit and, um, benefit and hypothetically talking about, you know, and like therapy and like things like that and like feeling your feelings and talking about things. But I also think that like you can get a result much faster if you just do the thing that you're afraid of and you're just like, okay, like this is what I have to do. Get over yourself and do it. Yeah. I call that the them. you know you yeah know it's all about pushing through the holy shit moment yep so exactly. when I remember uh skydiving mm. and going to the edge of the plane and I'd been pretty much fine sitting in the plane and then standing on the edge and just holy shit and then once I'm out there I was fine it was all good you just got to like close your eyes if you need to, but just get through that holy shit moment. Absolutely. And it's like, no one's immune from that too. That's my thing. Like I was just in this working thing and this woman told me that she was like, yeah, you always keep it real. And I'm like, good. Cause that's what I like. I want everybody to know that, uh, everybody's struggling with this on some level. It just is a different, like no one is immune from it. And I think people think that they're different just because of social media. Like it just, that's what the culture we are in today. And it, it really is so dangerous, but I, you know, I work with enough people and I've experienced it myself at any given time. We are all experiencing fear and doubt about something. Yes. It's yes. never not a thing. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I want just that I want the whole world to know that because every once in a while I encounter somebody who's like, I'm not afraid of anything. Okay. And I, I don't No, that's not possible. To I me, do... If somebody said that I would be like, okay, you're afraid of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, you don't have to tell me. I already know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cause, cause fear shows up in so many different ways. It shows up as resistance. Like, do you really want to even like calling to make a dentist appointment? Do you really want to make that phone call? You know, maybe you feel some resistance there. Like frankly, yeah. it's been on my list for a few months now. Yeah. So same apparently here. I don't want to do that. Me either. <laughs> maybe Me we either. can talk each other through that. Yeah.
<laughs> but I think as, as coaches and as entrepreneurs, we're put in this, or we choose to have this experience where we are called to step through our fear every single day yeah, and to see our fear and to find new stories, like old, new old stories, like to uncover stuff of our own all the time. It's like a being on a, like the fast track to growth. It feels like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I think that having your own personal brand is like, I just said this earlier today. It is, it puts all of your insecurities like under a microscope and like lights them on fire, like magnifies them. Yes. And it's like that for everyone. Like it is. So it it's a brave, it's a very brave thing to do. And it's very triggering for everyone. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you want everyone to know? Like I everyone... want everybody to know that. I want everybody to know that everyone's dealing with that and that, you know, there's not like a real uh, solution that's going to, you know, it's more of like the solution is learning to manage it on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And my question that I ask myself, the lens in which I see the world, my life, my business is I'm like, okay am I going to regret this in 20 years? If I don't do this thing, if I don't ask this person this, if I don't, you know, like pitch myself here or do whatever, like in 20 years from now, am I going to be able to be okay with that? And that like, I'm like, Oh shoot. Like, no, I'm, I know I'm checking out and like, why am I checking out? And then I'm like, okay, you have to do it. Yep. Yeah. I have a few triggers like that too. I ask myself, what does future me want? Yeah. Oh, future me wants that. Okay. Guess I'm doing it. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that question. Yeah. And that shows up in the simplest ways too. Like mid-workout, I will see what I call a self-sabotage van pulling up and I'll have the opportunity. Like I can hop in that and come up with all these reasons why I, I just got tired or I just didn't have it today. Or I can say, uh, uh-uh, see you later, self-sabotage van, future me really wants to kick ass in this workout. Yes. I love it. That's a great way of putting it. Love it. Yeah. I mean, we're all dealing with it. It comes up for everyone. Damn. I forget the next question I was going to ask you. I had uh, something else, but I just went down the self-sabotage van rabbit hole. <laughs> um, but so what topic. do you, I know you just came from a a really exciting day. So what are you most excited about right now? Um, let's see. I'm most excited about doing some more public speaking and like, I'm excited that, you know, I got, you know, essentially public speak twice today here and in person. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about this year and reaching more women and, holding, I have a mastermind. I have a signature. That's like my, my favorite thing is to lead a group program of women who are building their brands. So I'm really excited about that. Cause that's starting again in February. Um, and it just lights me up. I love a group environment. And I just think that it kind of goes with what we're talking about. I think when you are a solopreneur and you're by yourself all the time, it's really unhealthy and you feel like you're the only one who feels that way. 
And the, the great thing about working in groups, whether it's like an in-person mastermind online one, it's like, Oh my gosh, you're like, yes, it's not just me. Like, Oh, you feel that way too. Yeah. You know, and you like make such great friends with people and it's a support system. And I just love it. It just makes me so excited. I also love, I think one of the gifts of a mastermind in this online space is that we can see like, Oh, you feel that way too. And then see the inspiring post or the inspiring way that person is putting themselves out there. And you're like, Oh, but, and they feel the same way I do. Therefore I can do it. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's just like, you know, we don't have coworkers. So in a way they become your coworkers, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like just so much better. It's so much better. I started leading my own masterminds because I was in one like, and that really changed the game for me. Yeah. I was in a year long program and it really, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is what I was missing. And I'm like, I know other people feel this way too now. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the scariest thing you've done as a coach? I'm kind of switching topics, but, yeah. but I just really want to know what the scary thing, scariest thing is you've done as a coach. Wow. That's like a really good question. Let me think for a second. I mean, I think probably, um, I probably say like public speaking, like going and like putting on, like doing, um, my own live events that can be really nerve wracking because it's a big project, you know, to take on yourself and inviting people and getting people to come to it. I would say that you know, that's like a, it's a huge undertaking having an event and inviting people to it. Yeah. Okay. Wait, so you started out saying public speaking. So I think a lot of people listening would jump to write public speaking is super scary, but then it sounds like the scary part is the hosting and the inviting and getting people to come. For me anyways, it is. Um, I'm not as afraid of public speaking as other people would be. I kind of like, like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand. I know it's like the, I know people are typically more afraid of it than death though. So I get it. Um, for me, it's like, okay. All right. Actually, you know what? Let me scoop back. The one of the, you know, when you are online marketing yourself, you know, that some people don't like you, you know, that some people probably have unfollowed you like logically, you know that, but you don't actually physically see it. So one time I was doing a public speaking engagement and you may have heard me tell this story before, um, where I was speaking in front of an audience where I didn't know anyone. It was like a gig that I had gotten. And I was talking about personal values and fear and all this stuff. And people got up and left while I was talking. Yeah. And um, I really was like so shocked when it happened because, you know, like I assume that everybody's into this kind of stuff, but they're not at all. Yeah. At all. And so people got up and left when they, like, I, you know, I made it really clear, like, I'm here for you guys to have a breakthrough. Like, you know, we're going to talk about some like meaty topics in here. And, you know, people were starting to get uncomfortable shuffling in their seats and then people were walking out and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what if everybody in this room walks out? Like, I can't believe this is happening. I am such a loser. You know what I mean? Like every possible thing. But I was like, all right, Jessica, you just like, you just keep going. Because there was like a couple people in the audience who would not like, who wouldn't even break eye contact with me. They were in it. And I was like, all right, like at this person, 
you know, this, the, actually one of the women who was, they became my client very quickly after. And I was like, they're listening. There are people in here listening. Just keep going. And people did stay. People left and people stayed. But that was scary. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was physical evidence that people weren't, you know, wanting to hear my message that I had never seen because I was just doing online marketing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's such a good story. Yeah. And they got up and left. And I was like, okay. Which people are doing online all the time. Absolutely. But you don't see it. Right. So you're just like in your ignorant bliss bubble. Right. I like it in there. Yeah. Comfy. I know, right? <laughs> Me too. Um, and how amazing, right? Like we, it's just about connecting with one other human. Yeah. You make magic for that one other person. And it really doesn't matter that those other people left. In fact, it's awesome that they did. Yeah. Because now you've got a straighter, like a more direct path to yep. your ideal client who's sitting right there glued on you. I mean, it was like, it was like everything that I teach about marketing online. It was like a real life experiment of it, you know, cause you know, that's what I always tell people. It's like, just talk about what you want to talk about, you know, whatever your values are, your brand values and what you're passionate about, talk about those things. And the people that you, you know, your people will find you like, that's who's going to stick around and continue to listen to you mm -hmm. and other people won't. And there's like, actually nothing wrong with that at all but yeah it was like I saw it happen in person I was like oh my god this is like really abrasive but it was really good for me too it was really really good for me well it's also kind of amazing because you know you haven't made it until you have haters yeah so, there you yeah. go you got to see them walk right out yep. on you they walked out they were like nope we're not doing this bye and you kept going yeah I think it's a good reminder too. We're so in this personal development space and this like dance with fear space that sometimes I, I know I can forget, oh, right, this makes people really squirmy. It does. Like a lot yeah. of people have committed to never going there. I think, yeah, like most people probably haven't committed to going there. We just happen to be in a circle of people who are, you know what I mean? Like you're not in the average person's circle right now you're like you probably only surround yourself with people who are willing to go there yeah and so it's, a, it's always shocking are, it's like shocking yeah it's shocking yeah. it's like yeah. truly shocking yeah i'm always like oh one of these things doesn't belong and it's yeah. me <laughs> yeah totally yeah so actually what do you do as a human when you're in you are this like totally high vibe human who's a rock star, entrepreneur, coach, total leader. And yet you're, you're hanging out with other humans, some of whom may not be into what you're talking about, what you're excited about. How do you kind of like manage, manage expectations, I guess? Um, it's a good question. I mean, I do a pretty good job of keeping myself surrounded with people who are like this though which, you know, may or may not, like, if it's like, you know, I'm probably not, to be honest, I'm not going to become new friends with somebody who's not, yeah. uh, it just doesn't actually make sense. So I think about like my family, my family gets what I'm doing. They are not as, they're not doing it themselves necessarily, but they're like, you, they, they respect what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. They don't argue with it. You know what I mean? They, they understand it's a, a good thing for the world, even though they are not willing to like do the work themselves. 
So I just don't, you know, I just like, I think some people I've, you know, that's one of the things as a coach, you have to, you have to meet people where they're at, like, you know, mm-hmm. but I've even like recently dated somebody and like, who cares? Cause I, he'll never listen to this, but whatever, <laughs> we're going there. <laughs> um, who was like that. And it was just a very, it was a great person, just not a match, you know, like sometimes mm-hmm. I just think that some people will never be into it and that's okay. You know, it's okay. It is okay. And yeah. it also is okay that that's not a good match for you. Yep. Absolutely. I'm curious about so many things and I'm just trying to decide which question I want to go with. Okay. Um, I guess, hmm. I don't know. Like what, what are the clients that you're most excited about working with right now? Um, I love working with, I have two, two answers to that. I love working with people who have just an idea for a business and I'm like helping you from the ground up, like really get clear on brand, brand values, how you want to be positioned in the marketplace, getting set up on like a structure of like, you know, email list, how often you're mailing them, like really starting from the bottom up. But then I also like working with women who are already have something going. You have like the foundation, but we just like amplify it. Like you're kind of still hiding. You're still hiding in some way, shape or form. Um, there's what you like, you know, that you could, that your business could be way more than it is. And I love getting to the bottom of that. Like, all right, like, what is the fears? What are you not doing? Mm-hmm. Because as entrepreneurs, we're already like uncomfortable a lot of the time. So you get to a certain level of, you get to a comfortable level of uncomfortableness, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know it well. And, yeah. And so my job is to take you to the next level. Like, it's like, what is your next level? And how do we get you there now? Mm-hmm. So you can have, you know, cause everybody wants to make an impact. If you are an entrepreneur, you've probably said those words, right? And yep. to me, you're either making an impact or you're hiding. So I like to get people out of hiding and just bring women who have like a, a brand, a somewhat established brand. It's like, I come in and like amplify it with you. So what is your next level? My next level is... Um, having passive revenue, creating a digital course, having a way that people can work with me, whether it's one-on-one or, um, you know, in my masterminds. Um, also this year I want to focus on getting on a lot of podcasts and getting a lot of speaking gigs. Um, and yeah, just having like some automated systems behind me too. So like having Facebook ads running, I know this is not like sexy to talk about that, but it is part of my next level is having like automated systems that are doing things for me. But I think it's not sexy at all. And I think it's something that we don't talk about that much because it's not sexy because it's not at all fun to talk about. And then I'll have a like conversation in the back of my head. I can't believe I'm talking about this. This is what I talk about these days. Or I talk about like hashtags or, you know, it's, it's kind of like an weird um, alternate reality. But what is like, so do you do everything yourself or do you, do you have a team? Um, so I have somebody who kind of is like a VA for me. 
um, who does certain things for me, but I create all my content myself and I, like, I would never give that up. I actually really enjoy creating content. Um, but with my quiz that I just created, um, I created that with all the tech parts. I had somebody help me with like connecting triggers on my funnel, on my email list. And like, so when this happens, this happens. I don't have an official team. That's another level for me too, but mm -hmm. I don't need it quite yet. Like I will this year, I will need it just not quite yet. So how do you balance what's in your zone of genius and what's not? That's a great question. Um, so yeah, like Facebook ads is not my zone of genius. However, like I want to have a basic understanding of something before I hire it out. Mm -hmm. So that's my um, motivation for learning it right now. So I plan fully plan on hiring it out because I am a big believer of like staying in your zone of genius. Cause with the amount of time I've spent on Facebook ads, I could have been doing a lot of other things, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of other things. So I don't have, you know, the perfect answer for that. It's just, I kind of have a plan in mind of how to get back to my zone of genius. How will you know when it's time to hire? When I have successfully created a campaign. That's like okay, so you're going to do a whole campaign by yourself first and then you'll hire someone? Yeah. So that's interesting because it's not, you're not getting yourself to the like temper tantrum level. It's not when I get to the point of like, oh my God, I can't do this. It's when you get past that point yes. to I got this and that's when you hire out. Yep. Cause I want to know, I want to be able to know what I'm looking for in somebody mm -hmm. and that like they're doing a good job essentially. Um, you know, I, I think that's, that's important to me cause I just don't want to hire some, you can end up, you know, like Facebook ads are tricky. There's a lot of things that go into it and a lot of ways that it, they cannot work. So yeah. And I'm almost to that point. So it's, you know, eventually it'll be outsourced for sure. And I'm yeah. so happy just pass it along what does that feel like for you when you think about having somebody take care of your facebook ads for you um it feels amazing almost too good to be true because i'm in the thick of it right now mm -hmm. and it will be something like you know it will be an exercise in control and trust of course but it's like one is like, I'm excited to do it. Yeah. yeah. Trust I've, I've shared on the podcast before that trust feels like, um, a recurring lesson for me. Yeah. Trust yourself, trust your intuition, trust the universe. Um, it's not so much about trusting other people. I'm good with that. But do you have a theme that you feel like keeps coming up for you of like, Oh, learning that one again and again. Yep. Thanks. Um, about trust or about anything. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, you know, I'm such an action taker. I'm, I'm impatient. Like I'm just an impatient, impatient. It, like I, you know, it's a strength and a weakness. I get things done fast, but I also expect everything to happen when I want it to happen. I have my own like timeline. So what always comes up for me is that, you know, I'm not running out of time. Like rewriting that it always feels like I'm running out of time but I'm actually like for what why why do I feel that way like I really am not there is not like it's like an arbitrary timeline that I've made up for myself yeah 
So how do you reframe that? Um, I just say, you know, I try, I just say like, it's all going to happen when it's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And I just now have enough proof in my life that I know that to be true. Now, I think a lot of you have to see things play out a certain way. You know, like if you'd have told me that when I was 21, I'd been like, okay, yeah, whatever. But now I'm like, okay, like I've had enough experiences where I'm like, all right, like I can look back and see why that happened and how all these things led up. So I think I, that's, I do like context is a thing for me. I use context. I'm like, okay, if this happened, imagine what can happen in five years, you know? Yeah. There you go. The show me the evidence. Yeah. Cool. Definitely context. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about yet that you really want to talk about? Um, no, I think I'm good. I feel like this, this was great. Like it, we taught, touched on so many things that I think all entrepreneurs are dealing with and fear and doubt and like how that's like really the strategy you need to master. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Those are the core of everything, right? The core of everything. And just, I'm, I hope a million people listen to this and like get the message that everybody's dealing with it. And it's just like, you know, it's like, a, I always tell this story, but when I first started blog, when I first started coaching, I, you know, had a blog mm -hmm. and I was like so scared to post a 500 word blog and it would take me like, you know, a week and a half to write it. I would send it to like 17 people and be like, Oh my God, do you think this is good? And then I just, published it and I did it every week and then it became second nature to me and then I was like all right public speaking I think that's what I should do next and then my fear and doubt was like um no so you're all it's always with you like you're just learning to manage it yeah yeah you know? I think fear is a practice yes it doesn't go away we just like well I love Elizabeth Gilbert's mm. a description that fear fear is always in the car with us it's yeah. just, it, it can sit in the back seat. It'll still come yeah. along for the ride, but like, it doesn't get to touch the radio. It doesn't get oh, to I drive the that. car. That's a great, yep. I love it. It's a yeah. great, great way of putting it. Yeah. I think a lot of people out there want to squash fear. They want to get rid of everything they see is holding them back. But a lot of times things need to stay with us. We just can change how we use them. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. It's so true. It's not, none of us are going to magically become fearless overnight. It's just like, all right, well, what do you do with it? Yeah. We can have moments of fearlessness. For sure. I think when we're in flow, we're fearless, but it's not like a whole day. Yeah. 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 Definitely not. not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. No. I don't even know if that would be a good thing. I don't either. His fear kind of shows us, for me, like if I feel resistance for something, if I feel a little fear about it, I'm like, oh, that's where I have to go. Yep. If it's something in my business, like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going that way. Yeah, it's so true, right? And the thing that you want, the, like your biggest breakthrough is on that other side. Yeah, exactly. It's through the holy shit moment. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, this has been so fun. How can people learn more about you? Sign up for email list, take your quiz. Yes. Um, so you can go, I, I love Instagram probably the most. So I'm Jessica Hetherington on Instagram, H-E-T-H-E-R-I-N-G-T-O-N. Sorry, I had to do that because nobody 
<laughs> Nobody can spell Heatherington. Understandably so. Um, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram, and there's a link to my quiz that I just put out into the world that I'm so excited about. Um, it's what's your client's superpower. So this is for people. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be an entrepreneur to take it, but it is for, you know, female. It's for female entrepreneurs who have a personal brand. And the whole point behind it is to get you like so grounded in who you are, the transformation that you provide in your clients and how to market yourself in such a way that shows that so clients come to you. Like really simple. And I am, it, it's a fun quiz. It's, I'm like, I, I'm upset. I love quizzes. That's like another fun fact. Like I'm like, I'll take any kind of quiz. Like what kind of cheese are you? I'll take that. Quiz. What um, kind of cheese are you? Um, I don't know. I forget, but brie cheese is my favorite. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I, you know, the quiz is really fun and then you get um, three personalized marketing tips that are geared towards whatever your result is like, and they're really good marketing tips. So um, yeah, so go find me on Facebook or find me on Instagram. There's links to my quiz everywhere. Um, and yeah, and that's, you'll get to know me that way. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. This was amazing. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to continue the conversation, please head over to Facebook and join the group Find Your Awesome with Kelsey Abbott. It's free. And if you want more than that, go to my website, kelseyabbott.com, and there you can sign up for my newsletter and get a series of free guided meditations. And I would really appreciate it if you could head over to the podcast app and leave a review of the Find Your Awesome podcast. Your reviews help other people learn about this podcast. Thank you so much. That's all I've got for you, friends. Go forth and be awesome.